Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Today, as you can tell, we are preparing for the Christmas season, and the title of my message today is No Fear, Christmas is Here. No Fear, Christmas is Here. Look to your neighbor and say, No Fear. No Fear. No Fear, Christmas is Here. Now, whether you're ready or not, Christmas is coming. It's, it's here. And I'm excited. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It really is. It's the time that we all cherish. We celebrate as Christians the, the virgin birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. It's just a wonderful time that uh, we can gather and focus in on that truth and how it has impacted and transformed our lives, but really all of humanity. So we celebrate today. It's the most wonderful time of the year, Christmas is, and uh, we've already had some things going on over the last few days to kind of get us into that uh, Christmas spirit. Uh, we uh, had a chance to have the, the Christmas parade on Saturday, and man, uh, what a wonderful job. I appreciate Johnny Summerlin and Noah, the work they did on our float, and uh, all the ones that worked uh, to make that happen. It's just a uh, beautiful day Saturday to see the Mount Olive Christmas Parade and to see our church, the only church with a nativity scene that I'm aware of, and it was awesome too. And so we give God all the praise and glory uh, that we can share Jesus uh, with our community. And so uh, we have the Christmas parade. We've already started having Christmas parties and Really, my favorite time of the year, there's some things that are starting to get baked and things that are starting to show up around the house that are chocolate and they're sweet. And I think about how awesome it is at Christmas. You got the, the tree up and the lights are going up and how fun it is just to kind of sit there and watch Lisa do it all. It's awesome, you know. And, and uh, we give the Lord praise. No, I'm just kidding on that. My job was to get the tree up and I pulled it out of the attic and unwrapped it with the saran wrap and it was up. <laughs> Christmas time is a very festive time. Christmas time is a festive time. There's lights, there's music going on. We're going to celebrate tonight. We've been celebrating this morning. You can see we're preparing for that. It's a, it's a festive time. But did you know that the very first Christmas was not a festive time, but it was a fearful time? It was a fearful time. If you, if you have your Bibles this morning, you can open up to, to Luke chapter 1. I'm going to read uh, several verses here. In Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 31, I'm talking about the first Christmas, that Christmas is a festive time for us now, but on that first Christmas, it was a very fearful time. And in verse 26, here we have the word of God. It says, In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, the town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Isn't that good news right there? The Lord is with you. And Mary 
was greatly troubled and at his word she was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be but the angel said to her do not be afraid some translations say fear not fear not but the angel said to her do not be afraid Mary you have found favor with God you have found favor with God you will be with child and give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus he will be great and will be called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever here we go his kingdom will never end how will this be Mary asked the angel since I'm a virgin and the angel answered the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Verse 36, even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. Verse 37, for nothing is impossible with God. For nothing is impossible with God. And Mary said, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. And then the angel left her. I want you to see right here from this part of the Christmas message, the Christmas story, what the real message of Christmas is all about, especially on that first Christmas. The real message of that first Christmas was do not be afraid. The real message on that first Christmas was, fear not, fear not. In verse 30, the angel says to Mary, Mary, fear not. In Luke chapter 2, verse 10, you remember the story of the shepherds who were out living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified, but the angel said to them, guess what? Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Matthew 1, verse 20. The angel said to Joseph, fear not. You remember uh, the, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. The real message of that first Christmas was all about fear not, fear not. Mary was told to fear not. The shepherds were told to fear not. Joseph was told to fear not. Christmas is about Jesus coming to us, defeating the spirit of fear. Aren't you thankful that the spirit of fear has been defeated by Jesus Christ? It reminds me of that song that we sing sometimes. Uh, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. All fear is gone. The fear of dying is gone. The fear of the grave is gone. The fear of going to a, a real hell is gone. Aren't you thankful today that because Jesus came, all fear is gone? All fear is gone. In fact, the Bible says he's not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. So praise the Lord today that we don't have to fear. Fear not, fear not. And that's what I want to share with you this morning from God's word, how you can have a fear not Christmas, a fear not Christmas. On that first Christmas, just bear with me here for the next few minutes. On that first Christmas, 
we've already seen there was people who were being tormented by fear. How many of you know fear will torment you? Fear has the capability of tormenting you and paralyzing you spiritually, keeping you from carrying out God's will for your life. Fear will paralyze you. And in Luke chapter 1, verse 29, the verses I just read to you, the Bible says that Mary, who was was, uh, tormented by fear, it says that she was greatly troubled. She was greatly troubled. Mary was greatly troubled by what she saw and by what she heard. She was greatly troubled by what she saw and what she heard. And I wonder this morning, how many people in this Christmas season are greatly troubled by what they have seen and by what they have heard? I wonder how many of you are here today and your heart is greatly troubled by some things that you have seen and some things that you heard. Because you know what happens? We can allow the things that we see and hear to trouble our hearts. And next thing you know, we find ourselves uh, being gripped by fear and being tormented by fear because of the things we encounter in life. Hearts are troubled, greatly troubled today. People are walking through great troubles today. And because of the troubles they're walking through, fear has begun to torment them people are troubled by by what they see happening in the government today they're they're troubled by what they see politicians doing to the land that we live in right now come on do I get an amen on that I mean I mean people are troubled by that I'm troubled by that uh that what's going on and the policies that are being uh put out there and the laws that are being passed and and I'm telling you right now it's all going to come back to bring persecution against the church that's a side note for you there. People are, are greatly troubled by what they see happen in the economy. Uh, people are troubled by all the, the violence and the wickedness that we see happening in the land around us. People are greatly troubled by the division that we see in our nation. People are troubled this morning by, by sickness and suffering. People are troubled by family issues and financial issues like Mary who was Troubled, greatly troubled, a troubled heart can lead to fear. A troubled heart can lead to fear. And when we find ourselves greatly troubled and, and fear trying to take over our emotions and uh, take over our mindset, when we feel that fear coming to try to torment us, God's people have a right way to respond and a wrong way to respond. So I want to talk to you this morning about the right way to respond when your heart is greatly troubled and you feel the fear trying to come in to grip you. The first thing you need to do, here we go, if you're taking notes, you need, the first thing is to trust in the Lord. You need to trust in the Lord. I know that is so simple and we say we do it, but you need to trust in the Lord. I love what Mary said in verse 38. She says, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. In other words, I'm going to trust you. Let it be to me according to your word. Behold, I've received this news. I've heard. I've seen an angel. I'm greatly troubled. I'm perplexed. But you know what? I'm going to trust you. Let it be to me according to your word. I want you to notice there in that verse, which is a very powerful verse, verse 38, I want you to know how Mary goes from from, uh, being filled with fear to being filled with faith. She's filled with faith, and and what happens is, is that Mary has this moment there in that place where she just surrenders everything to the Lord. 
And I wonder how many of you are here this morning and you're in that moment right now and you've been greatly troubled and you just need to, you know, make the decision that let it be unto me, Lord, according to your word. In other words, I'm just going to surrender what I'm going to going through to you right now. I, I can't make the change. I can't do anything. It's in your hands. And I'm just going to surrender it all to you. And that's what Mary did. She had this moment where she came and she surrendered to the Lord. And, and, and here's what I love about Mary. Uh, just when you look through the scriptures and read that, and I encourage you to go back and read it, Mary, in that moment, she surrendered everything to the Lord and had faith in that present moment, but not only in that present moment, but in her future. How many of you know you can trust God today and you can trust him tomorrow? He's faithful. The same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You can trust him today, and you can trust him tomorrow. And the reason she trusted him is because she had faith in God. And the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Listen, are you a follower of Christ? Raise your hand. Wave it high. You are to walk by faith, not by sight. Not by what you see, not by what you hear. You walk by faith. You're walking by faith today. The Bible commands us that we live by faith and not by fear. And I'm just asking the question this morning. You don't have to raise your hand. I'm asking you on this Christmas season, as we go into this Christmas time, are you living by faith today or are you living by fear? Are you living by faith today or are you living by fear? Do you know what pleases God? What pleases God? Faith. Faith is what pleases God. So if you take the opposite of that, then fear must please the devil. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to please the devil. I want to please God. So I'm going to walk by faith. I'm going to look and trust God. I'm going to walk by faith and believe him. I'm not going to walk in fear because when I walk in fear, I'm pleasing the enemy. And I definitely don't want to please the enemy. God help us to have a fear not Christmas a fear not Christmas the real message of Christmas is fear not that's a word you need to get into you today come on make the decision today I'm not going to keep allowing the situations and the circumstances and what's going on around me that touch my eyes and touch my ears I'm not going to allow them to pull me into a place of fear I rebuke the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus it's no longer going to paralyze me. It's no longer going to keep me away from what God's will is. I'm going to trust the Lord. I'm going to trust the Lord. Let it be unto me, Lord, according to your word. No matter what you see, fear not. No matter what you see going on around you and your family, no matter what you see going on in the economy, no matter what you see going on around you in, in our community and in the world around us, get your eyes off of that and get your eyes on Jesus. Fear not. No matter what you hear, no matter what the devil tries to whisper in your ear, no matter what the doctors try to tell you, fear not. No matter what you're facing in your life right now, fear not. No matter how difficult things might be right now in your family or in your own life, fear not. No matter how troubled you may be, fear not. Instead of allowing fear to, to rob you and control you, and steal your peace and your victory, what you need to do today is make a decision that I am going to respond and I am going to have faith and I'm going to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Wave at me if you're saved today. Come on. 
Think about this. Think about this. If you're trusting the Lord for your soul, then why can't you trust him for the situation you're walking through? Come on, if you're trusting the Lord with your soul, why can't you trust him for the situations that you're walking in? God help us today to not allow fear to rob us and control us, but we would trust the Lord for every situation. And Mary, she responded with faith in her troubles. She said, let it be according to your word. And listen to me, church. I'm just trying to give you something that's going to encourage you uh, during this Christmas season and going forward that you need to make sure that when troubles come and your heart feels overwhelmed that you need to respond in faith, trust in God and trust in his word. Fear not. You can go right into the Christmas story and park right there. Fear not because God is Emmanuel. Fear not. God is Emmanuel. He is with us. What does that mean? He's with us and he's for us. He's with us in the floods and the fires of life. He is for us in the battles of life. Fear not. God is Emmanuel. Fear not. God loves you. Fear not that God is in control of your present and your future. Fear not because God answers prayer. Fear not because God's favor's on you. Fear not for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Fear not because nothing is impossible with God. Fear not because God is working all things out. Aren't you thankful today? Fear not. God's promised to work all things out, the things that, that uh, impact our life. He says, I'll take the things that impact your life and I'll work them out for your good and for my glory. Things that are helpful and things that are hurtful. Things that are, are, are pleasant and things that are painful. Things that are good and things that are bad. Things that make sense and things that they just make no sense at all. God says, I'll take those things and I'll work them out for your good and for my glory. Fear not. Fear not. I will do it. And I'm going to just give you a little side note right here just to encourage some of you that are being tormented by fear. It would do some of you well right now that are being tormented, tormented by fear to stop watching the 24 news cycles. I mean, just turn, listen, turn off the 24-hour news cycle and turn on the Bible. Close down, close down the TV screen or whatever you're watching or looking at, the things that you're seeing and hearing. I'm not saying disengage from it, but don't let that just consume you. Turn it off, close it down, open up your Bible, and stand and trust on the promises of God. Hallelujah. Come on. And I'm just telling you right now, I'm just going to, let me just get a little bit higher on a little box here or something so I can shout it louder. It's so discouraging to hear Christians that just tell you, I mean, you can hear in their voice, they're, they're freaking out. They're freaking out because of the things they see and they hear. And I know there's a concern there on things, but you know what? I'm not going to freak out in fear. I'm going to open up my Bible and I'm going to stand on the Word of God. 
And my Bible tells me that we're not going to be overcome by evil. My Bible tells me that we do not belong to those that shrink back and are destroyed. We belong to those that have faith and that are saved. My Bible tells me that the Lord is my very present help in times of trouble. My Bible tells me I will not be shaken because God is right beside me. My Bible tells me that God is for me and he is not against me. My Bible tells me that we're hard pressed on every side but we're not crushed perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not abandoned struck down but not destroyed my Bible tells me that when I see all these events the, the, the sickness and the rumors of war and earthquakes and things like that the Bible says when you see all that look up because your redemption draweth nigh hallelujah hallelujah fear not fear not because Christmas reminds us that we're not called to be afraid. We're not called to freak out. We're not called to panic. We're not called to worry. We're called to live by faith. We're called to trust in Jesus. And we're called to surrender all to him. Have you surrendered everything to Jesus today? Mary said, let it be unto me according to your word. Have you surrendered everything to Jesus? Trust in the Lord is the first thing you need to do. And then lastly here, I'm going to tell you that we need to respond not only having faith in God, but we also need to respond with hope. We need to respond with hope. I want you to notice that Mary went from fearful to hopeful. She went from fearful to hopeful. If you read in your Bibles in verse 46 and 47, keep reading there after Mary's encounter with this angel after being greatly troubled and then surrendering everything over to the Lord and saying, let it be unto me according to your word. Mary goes into a song and she says, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Does that sound like somebody that's fearful? That sounds like somebody that's very hopeful to me. My soul glorifies the Lord. Some translations say, my soul magnifies the Lord. Mary started singing and glorifying the Lord. And you know how to have a fear not Christmas? You need to start glorifying Jesus and magnifying Jesus and making him bigger than your troubles and making him bigger than your problems. Come on. Come on. Glorify the Lord. You need to be praising the Lord every day. Praise him. Praise him. Magnify the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Yes, I'm in a terrible place and my heart's troubled, but you know what? I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. I'm going to sing to the Lord. I'm going to magnify the Lord. He's greater than what I'm going through. He's greater. Fear not, Jesus is greater. He's greater than the, than the setback. He's greater than the stronghold. He's greater than, than the sickness. He's greater than cancer. He's greater than a coma. He's greater than depression. Jesus is greater than anything you'll ever walk through. Fear not. Begin to rejoice. Be hopeful. Be hopeful. Magnify the Lord. Come on. You, you get around somebody this Christmas and they start focusing in on the trouble and the problem, you need to stop them right there and say, you know what? Let's start to magnify the Lord. Come on, let's start to rejoice in the Lord. Let's, let's, let's lift up the Lord. Let's, let's glorify him and exalt his name right now. He's greater than what you're going through. Start singing to the Lord. There's power when we praise the Lord. 
So you need to take time this Christmas and praise the Lord and glorify the Lord and be hopeful, be hopeful. Like Mary, we need to respond with with hopeful heart. She had a hopeful heart. She went into a place of rejoicing in the Lord. How many of you are, are hopeful today? How many of you are thankful that Jesus is greater than what you're walking through today? He's greater than what you're walking through. And the hope that she had isn't something that she tried to work up. It's a hope that came from God. The Bible says in Romans 15, 13, made a God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit fear not because God is your source of hope fear not God is your source of hope not people not a politician not your wife not your husband not your children not your job not your money not your retirement account none of that is your hope your source of hope is God himself and God's people should be the most hopeful people walking around on this earth right now listen to me when we see people that are walking around us that are not believers in Christ and, or maybe they are and, and they're greatly troubled and you can tell that they're overcome with fear you know how we need to respond to them we need to respond by sharing hope with them we need to share hope with them we don't need to jump into that conversation and say, yeah I'm freaking out too no my hope is in Jesus Christ do you know him do you know him because when you know him he removes all fear and you don't worry about any of those things share hope with them and if we've ever lived in a day where there's opportunities to share hope it's the day that we live in right now we need to be sharing the hope of Jesus Christ and Christmas time especially people are looking for hope you know we have a sign out here on the highway it points over here to this building you know what it says a place of hope and listen you know what hold on a minute it's not because there's anything special about the structure of this building the reason it's a place of hope because when you walk in it's full of people that are filled with the hope of Jesus Christ hallelujah come on be hopeful be hopeful people need to be reminded that Jesus can love he loves them and he'll help them I remember in my own life one of the lowest times in my life and wondering if I would ever get through the struggles and the battles that I was going through and it's, and it's been many times but I can remember that one time that people came to me and they began to share hope and encouraging me that things could change if I surrendered everything to Jesus Christ. And, and I gave my life to Jesus Christ. This was back in 2002. And, and ever since then, I've had a living hope and his name is Jesus Christ. And, and I have a hope today. Hallelujah. And, and listen, it gets hard sometimes and it gets tough sometimes and, and the heart gets greatly troubled at times. But you know what? I have a hope and his name is Jesus Christ. But there's been time after time that God would send the right person at the right time to share hope with somebody. Man, you listen to me, please. You don't realize where some people are at right now and what they may be thinking, how low they may be. I'm encouraging you as a church, listen to me. You, you, you're never going to share hope with somebody if you beat somebody down that's already at the bottom. And I want to encourage you to, to be hopeful always, but right now, especially when we go into this Christmas season, listen, be, be hopeful and don't be hateful. Be hopeful and not hateful. You need to be hopeful and, and, and not hurtful. And be hopeful and not holier than thou. 
Some people are at the very bottom and they need somebody to come along and give them hope and, and you're not going to give them hope if you're hurtful with your words and you're not going to give them hope if you're, if you're hateful to them and you're not going to give them hope if you treat them that, like you're holier than thou. How many of you know right now, it's only by the grace of God that you're here right now. Only by the grace of God. God help us. You remember that Maybe you can tell somebody today when they get ready to go at it and you say, mm -mm, be hopeful, not hateful. The days that we live in right now, people are afraid, people are nervous, people are panicking and people are worrying, people are hopeless. If there's ever been a time for the church to rise up, we, we need to share hope. We need to be hope dealers. We need to be hope dealers. We need to be pushing hope instead of pushing fear. Come on. God help us. We need to be spreading the hope of Christ, not, that, not, not hate, but spreading hope of Christ to the world that we live in. We need to be spreading the good news. And the good news is, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You want to share hope with somebody? Share that with them. Pastor Kevin, if you want to come, thank you, sir. Come on. Be hopeful. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Listen, I don't know what everybody in here is walking through. I know what I'm walking through. I know, what, I know what many of you are walking through right now. But can I just encourage you, listen, to praise your way through it. To exalt the Lord. Be hopeful in the midst of your trials and tribulations. Just do like Mary did and says, you know what? I'm, going, I'm just going to rejoice in the Lord. I'm going to magnify the Lord. Because he's greater. I'm going to make Jesus greater than whatever I'm going through. And I'm going to believe the Lord to bring me through what I'm going through. I'm not going to allow fear to rob me. I'm not going to allow fear to paralyze me spiritually. I'm going to have a fear not Christmas. Some of you are fearful because of the season that you're in right now. Wondering how it's going to be because a certain person may not be with you this Christmas. You might be in fear right now, living, or fear may be trying to torment you right now because just financially where you are and, and the burden that Christmas puts on a lot of people which I don't even agree with that period do like we did when we were growing up you were lucky to get a bag of fruit hey we were tickled with it though bag of fruit and a coloring book with some crayons that were broke but you're thankful rejoice rejoice is it going to be a challenge to respond in faith instead of fear? Yes. Is it going to be a challenge to respond with hope when people around you are hopeless and hurtful and hateful? Yes. But through Christ, who gives us the victory, we're able to do that. We're able to do that. You can have a no-fear Christmas because you have Jesus. Let me ask you this morning, do you have Jesus? Is he, is he your Savior? Is he your Lord? Do, do you know him? I'm not asking you, are, are you come to church or you're a religious person. I'm asking you do, you, do you know Jesus as your Savior? Has there been a time in your life where you, you admitted your sin, you confessed your sin to the Lord and asked for forgiveness? 
and you repented of your sins and you've turned to Christ now and you're living for him Jesus can save you that was the reason he came to seek and save the lost he can forgive you of your sins I don't care what you've done what your past looks like I don't care I know my Jesus can forgive you he can save you he can turn your life around and he can remove the fear of death and the grave and hell and he can give you a new life today would you bow your heads please Christians pray please Christians would you please pray nobody looking around Holy Spirit have your way there's people here today Lord that may be in fear of of dying in their sin and they know if that were to happen they would be a real hell for eternity and their heart has been moved by you today knowing that you are a God who loves us that would send your son Jesus to die in our place so we wouldn't have to perish but we could have everlasting life and I want that everlasting life I, I need to be saved maybe I was on fire maybe, maybe you're here and you were on you were living for Jesus at one time and now you've kind of drifted away and walked away and you want to rededicate or maybe for the very first time you're here and you know that you need you need a savior because without Jesus there's a real hell so nobody looking around you're here this morning and you would just like to surrender your life afresh to Jesus right now to give him your life to be saved would you just lift your hand up real high where I could see it just, if it's just one would you lift it up where I could see that hand I need Jesus to save me I need I want to rededicate my life to the Lord today I want this fear removed from my life would you lift your hand real high real high praise the Lord praise the Lord if that's you just right there where you are you can just begin to pray just a prayer truly from the heart a prayer of surrender Lord Jesus I admit to you I'm a sinner I believe that you died in my place on the cross I deserved it the shame, the suffering, everything you went through Lord you took my place the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world and I believe, I confess with my mouth, Jesus, that you are Lord. And I believe in my heart, God, that you raised Jesus from the dead. And because he lives, I can live forever too in a place called eternity, a place called heaven that's been prepared for me. So I commit my life to you right now and give it all in the name of Jesus to you, Lord. Thank you for saving me, forgiving me, and removing all fear. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. I want you all to stand with me right now. Very, very reverently, I got one more scripture I want to share with you. I don't know what has your heart troubled this morning, but I want to read this passage to you right here, and we're going to pray for one another. Isaiah 41, 13 says this right here. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. 
That verse there, Isaiah uses the prophet. He says, talking about the Lord, the Lord says, the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand. He'll hold your hand and he will help you. In other words, God's saying, fear not because I'm holding you and I'm helping you. And I don't know what you're walking through this morning. I don't know what has you greatly troubled this morning, but I'm asking you right now if you will. He says that I, the Lord God, will hold thy right hand. He'll hold your right hand. He'll hold you. He'll hold your right hand. He'll hold you and he'll help you. How about lifting your right hand up to the Lord right now? Come on. Right there where you are. Whatever you're walking through, whatever has tried to grip your heart and trouble your heart that's caused you to want to go into a place of fear can we just pray right now with your hand lifted up can you just lift it up that right hand and just begin to declare to the Lord Lord thank you for holding my hand thank you for holding my hand Lord take my hand right now Lord, I don't even know how I can go forward without you, Lord. I need you, Lord, to to take my hand. And, Lord, as you take my hand, Lord, would you help me and remove all fear in my life right now. I'm not going to fear the things that I see and the things that I hear. I'm going to hold my hand up, my right hand. Take a hold of it, Lord. Carry me forward. Protect me, Lord. Heal me, Lord. Deliver me, Lord. Strengthen me, Lord. Hold my hand, Lord. You'll never let go. You'll never let go, Lord. You'll never forsake me. You'll never leave me. I'm just, I'm reaching up because I'm trusting you today, God. I'm reaching up with my right hand because I'm surrendering to you. I'm reaching up with my right hand, Lord, because I'm hopeful in you. And you will hold me. Friend, he's going to hold you. He's going to hold you. Day by day, give him your hand. Give him your hand. And he will hold you. And he will help you. In the name of Jesus, I pray right now. Remove all fear. All fear be gone in the name of Jesus. Fill us with faith. Fill us with faith. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord.